The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is August 16, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. It's all about customer care and saving you money on your monthly transaction fees. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV, State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Gary, good morning, and as usual, it's great to be with you. All right, I appreciate that. And just a quick review of last week's show, we had Michael Schindler. He's the CEO for Operation Military Family Cares. They're dedicated to helping you, whether you're a veteran or a company committed to improving your knowledge of their outreach to veterans and their families. They actually provide a pathway to your success through programs and partnerships that help you gain employment, improve your financial stability, and strengthen your personal and professional relationships. Another great nonprofit that is truly helpful and our veterans and military families. If you happen to miss that live show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And uh, Bill, we had we had a guest on probably about a month and a half, two months ago. It was called Twenty Two Kill, and I'll tell you the, the their phenomenal organization. They're trying to help save uh, lives, uh, twenty two a day, and they have a challenge going on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that challenge? Yes, Gary, they do. And if you remember the Ice Bucket Channel Challenge, it's uh, something similar to this. Uh, uh, 22 kill uh, a day is a veterans advocacy organization hoping to document 22 million push-ups to honor those who serve and raise awareness for veteran suicide prevention through education and empowerment. So what's happening is that when you agree to, to be a part of this challenge, Gary, you agree that you will do 22 push-ups per day for 22 days. Wow, uh, that's heard... amazing. And, I Gary, I... I would like <laughs> to give a shout-out to a, an alum of mine from Morgan State University in Baltimore, Brigadier, Army Brigadier General Scott uh, Dingle, he has accepted the challenge, and he's well into his 22 push-ups per day. All right, I thought you meant uh, at the beginning, I thought I heard you say 22 million. I, I don't know about 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully there will be enough folks around the country that will accept that challenge, and when it's all said and done, we'll have 22 million, hopefully, plus 22 million, Gary. Yes, that's what we need. <laughs> All right. 
Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest for today? Well, certainly, Gary. Uh, I'm honored today to introduce our guest, Linda Davidson. Linda co-founded Our Military Kids in 2004. While Linda was using her business expertise from her former career at IBM to help a friend organize a military nonprofit organization, she noticed a disturbing trend when National Guard and Reserve members went overseas, their families suffered a gap in support services. Now, prior to 9-11, these soldiers were often sent to help after natural disasters, but deployments to wars in Iraq and Afghanistan brought new problems because families of the deployed often did not live close to military bases, they felt isolated. Dips in pay caused by the change from civilian to military duty sometimes forced the elimination of kids' extracurricular activities at a time they were needed most. Our military kids fills this gap. Linda launched her nonprofit organization in Virginia then took it national, seeing the invisible wounds of the children of wounded warriors, Linda included them, too. Our military kids has provided more than 54,000 grants, $25 million in music lessons, sports programs, tutoring, and hope to what our brave Servicemen and women hold most dear their children. Linda, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Linda. Thank you, Gary, uh, Ray, and Bill. Um, it's an honor to be on your program. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, well, you know, you, it was quite a quite a lot of money. You're helping out our little heroes, and and uh, you know that's our next generation. And this is something that uh, you know we're not going to forget. Um, what what actually makes your organization unique, Linda? Our military kids is unique because we do um, focus on the needs of the children, um, specifically the Reserve and National Guard. Um, because they weren't accustomed to a military lifestyle really before 9-11 in that um, their dad or mom um, typically was gone one weekend a month, um, maybe two weeks in the summer for summer camp. Um, But they um, had a a new reality, and that was that they could be separated from their parents for 400 days at a time. So they needed to adjust. And... um, I have no military connection, but I felt the need to be able to say thank you to those uh, families that um, do provide um, uh, that uh, service. Um, and uh, we have a we depend on a volunteer army, and I appreciate the fact that um, they give so uh, selfishly to serve our country, to protect my family. That um, I was trying to identify a way that we could say thank you in a meaningful way. Um, and to, I came across a, a quote when I was uh, trying to determine whether this program would be something that would be needed uh, and effective. And a service member was asked um, when he was serving in the Middle East what he needed most. 
And the quote that inspired me was, uh, please don't send cookies, care packages, or socks. Just take care of our children. Right. And that really resonated with me. Um, I think most parents would, would um, agree that their most uh, precious asset um, is their children, and that is one of their primary concerns. So being able to say thank you by helping to take care of their children um, is a unique way of being able to say thank you and, and appreciation to our military. All right. Do you find more uh, uh, military being deployed, uh, leaving their kids, I hate to use this phrase, but uh, out in the cold? Um, the, cer- certainly with the drawdown of troops, um, there aren't as many being deployed currently as there were at the height of the war, but we still have um, many fresh legs going overseas, as I call it. Um, and I think um, the problem with uh, the children is that Oftentimes, uh, the, the custodial parent that's left um, at home is sometimes overwhelmed, and also the fact that they, um, their financial, their personal financial budget is tight, that oftentimes um, the needs of the child might be overlooked, not intentionally, um, but it's so important to keep the children um, focused and active uh, during that time of separation from their military parent. And also in the, in the situation where we have a, a service member who comes back injured, um, certainly we all uh, focus on the individual in our family that um, needs immediate attention, and that would be the injured. And oftentimes the needs of the child are, are overlooked, again, not intentionally, but just because of circumstances. And by offering grants um, to children... Um, it reminds um, the parents um, that it's important to keep the kids involved on something, um, in something that they enjoy, and it's all about them and their interests, and um, that's the success of the program. Bill? Well, Linda, one of my concerns is the future concerns of these uh, children uh, of the uh, Reserve and National Guard, uh, specifically and even beyond all of, the, all of uh, us who have served, uh, and especially kids that uh, have special needs uh, prior to the deployment and where you've got both parents involved, you know, the, the, the impact of that down the road, I think it's still to be determined how this is going to uh, uh, impact our kids, whether it's at home, it's in the community, and in school. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's rather interesting because uh, our citizen soldiers, as we used to make reference to them, uh, in many cases was, uh, you know, living uh, productive lives with their families and their kids, uh, running a household, sending them to school. And then all of a sudden, these... Uh, rap, the sudden and rapid deployments come into play that separates the family. I mean, in some cases, where you've got the uh, mom and dad both are going at the same time. Any idea uh, uh, in terms of how this is going to impact our youngsters in the future? That's a very good uh, question, Bill. Um, very thoughtful. Um, that's one of the reasons why we at our military kids think it's so important that we continue um, our program. 
Um, we do um, a survey um, every year of the grant recipient families um, to determine um, whether we're providing um, the service um, to the best of our ability and also the um, impact um, on the children. And one of the um, statistics we um, have, and it's very consistent from year to year, is um, well into 90, 92% of the children who receive a grant from our program, their parents report that the, uh, the stress and anxiety level uh, is either completely eliminated or greatly reduced. And um, one of the other um, important factors, I think, um, in the success is that uh, 68% of the parents um, report that the child's um, academic performance increases when they receive a grant and participate in a program. Now, I, I believe that that is key in order to continue to support our military families while their parents are deployed. And it's not only the financial support. It is so important for those children and the families to know that there's a grateful nation out there, that we are supporting them, and that um, we recognize the service uh, and the sacrifice that they're making for our country. And it, I think, is more um, important now than it was even five years ago, only because I think the um, people are forgetting across the country that we still have families, um, military families, who still are going through um, deployments in very dangerous parts of the world. Um, so their uh, anxiety and their stress on their children is no less for those families today than it was you know, five years ago at the height of the war. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. 
That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Linda Davison, co founder of our Military Kids. Now, uh, there was a continuation on, on uh, when we went to break. Sorry to cut you off that way, Linda, but you want to continue? Uh, yes. Um, my, uh, my, my thought was, or my comment was going to be that um, uh, the future of our military, I think, is at stake. Um, so many of our, um, those that are volunteering to serve uh, in the future will be the children of our current military. And if they grow up in a military household where they don't feel the support of the nation, they may be reluctant to um, volunteer to serve um, our nation in, because they will be concerned for their, for their families, their children, um, should they be deployed overseas or, um, God forbid, if they are um, injured um, while they are serving. So that is why um, we at our military kids really believe it's important to show the families that we appreciate their service, that we are here there, uh, for them to support their children um, in the time of need. Um, and our military kids is a great way to be able to do that. Definitely. That's pretty good. How do the uh, kids get involved with you? Um, uh, you know, as far as, is it their choice uh, for programs, or, or are they given a list to work off of, or how does it work? Uh, and that's another unique feature of um, the Our Military Kids program. Um, all of uh, your listeners who have children know how um, unique their interests are, even within uh, a family. So what our military kids does is allow a child and a parent to determine what it is in um, the child's life that makes them tick. Um, It could be a sports program. Um, Some children are more interested in dance and music, um, arts, um, and um, they could need tutoring during that time. Even the best of students, um, their grades sometimes um, uh, fail during that time. Um, so they can pick the activity of their choice. We've even bought kid goats in Louisiana for some children who wanted to par- participate in a 4-H project. So they simply identify the activity of, cho- of choice, and they submit an application to our military kids. We try to keep the application process very simple, um, one-page um, documentation to show that the child is a dependent of the service member that's either deployed or receiving treatment for their serious injuries, and then um, some documentation from the service provider to show the fees that would be uh, required uh, to be covered so the child could participate in an activity. And our grants are small. They're um, a maximum of $500 to cover activities for up to six months, and the uh, child can, and parent can send in the application. We promise to, uh, if all documentation is in order, to um, send a response within two weeks. Um, we send a check directly to the service provider to ensure that the money is used for its intended purpose, and we send an award packet to the child, thanking them for their service to our country, uh, encouraging them to keep up the good work while mom and dad are deployed or while they recover from their injuries, and, um, you know, a, a, a patch that says our military kids, a wristband that says I'm proud of my military parent, and dog tags that say, um, I um, love my military parent. And then a certificate of appreciation 
uh, for their service to our country. And that really does mean a lot to the children to know that they, too, are serving alongside with uh, their, their parent. That's true. Now, I know it might, might be a good time to share a story with us about, uh, you know, how, how that impacted uh, a family. Um, certainly. Um, I, we had um, a one, one little girl who was failing in first grade. Uh, this is one of the, the first grant applications, and this is what makes me very passionate about what we do. And Kayla was an only child, but very much a daddy's girl. And when um, dad was deployed overseas, uh, she had a really difficult time um, focusing on school academics. And at the end of the first grade, her mother was called in by the uh, teacher and said she could not pass Kayla on because she had not advanced in reading and math to a second grade level. Mom heard about our military kids and applied for a grant for tutoring for the summer. And in the fall, I received a call from Mom, and Mom said, I want to let you know Kayla was able to start to second grade because of the tutoring she received during the summer. And I just received her first report card as a second grader. And she's, with tears um, obvious, um, she said, um, Kayla got all A's and a C plus, but for the fact that she had tutoring when she needed it, she would, not have, she would probably lost her self-confidence, and it clearly was that she was distracted um, and thinking about dad and not being able to focus on her academics and not that she could not um, uh, do the work. And I had the pleasure of meeting Kayla when she was a freshman in high school, and um, she was an honor student, and she actually thanked me for believing in her when she was a young child, which I thought was pretty impressive that she knew enough to remember that our military kids was there for her as a first grader. Um, And another very timely story is um, Gabby Douglas is a grant recipient from our military kids. And um, she obviously just participated in the Rio uh, Games, Olympic Games. Um, But her mother applied for a grant when her father was um, uh, deployed overseas as an Air National Guardsman. And um, Natalie Hawkins um, indicated to us that, you know, um, Gabby had been um, identified as a, 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 an Olympic potential gymnast. Uh, she was an elite gymnast at the time, and the Corellis had invited her to summer camp in Texas, but they did not have the $500 to send um, Gabby at that time. Um, they had four children, and Dad was deployed. And then um, Natalie had heard about our military kids and applied for a grant, and the rest is history. Um, so it can be, you know, the small, um, a child who just wants to participate in an activity and just, you know, enjoy being a kid, or it could be a, um, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, like it was for Gabby Douglas, to be able to be identified and um, trained, um, you know, to um, Olympic status. All right. Now, how do you, I mean, you have all of these programs that are available, uh, and you are national, correct? Correct. We are a national okay. program. 
how does somebody that maybe located in Virginia, I mean, how do they put all these programs together? Where are they, are they all going <laughs> to? I just, how are they going to work? I mean, um, we don't we don't provide the service. We oh, you don't. Provi- okay. We just we simply provide a grant to cover the fees. Okay. So that's the beauty of the program. Um, we we can reach any child um, in any state in any town. Um, we can provide the same type of support services for a child um, living in a small rural town in Idaho um, as uh, uh, for a child who lives in um, you know the uh, the boroughs of New York. Um, the child and parent identify the activity that they want to pursue. They identify the service provider that's convenient for them, um, whether it's the dance school, whether it's a tutor in their school, um, whether it's the local soccer, um, a youth soccer program. And then they just send us um, a grant application, and we simply cover the fees for that activity for that child so they could engage in um, the uh, extracurricular activity of their choosing. Wow, Bill. Well, then I'm at the last portion of uh, your comments. There were, were were very interesting, simply because, and I'm sure you're aware, a significant number of our men and women who serve today uh, hail from the rural and remote areas in our country, and uh, you know, just for them when they come back, uh, if there's a medical concern. Uh, uh, getting the the, uh, the the medical care becomes a real challenge, and uh, I, and what you said about being able to reach those those uh, kids that are in the areas uh, that are, are not uh, in the suburbs or the inner city is uh, very important because they could very well be forgotten, and I think. What's most important about this, it sounds as if there's a network there and there's a process that even if they are in the, uh, in the rural or remote areas, uh, you can be contacted and still provide that service. I think that's a tremendous impact. Absolutely, absolutely, because it's, it's very hard. I know that there are organizations that have tried to um, offer um, free membership for families, but the, the reality is if you live in rural America, you might be 50 to 100 miles away uh, from, um, and I'll use YMCA as an example, for, from the, uh, you know, to the nearest YMCA. That does not work for all families, but what our program does is allows uh, the families to identify the service provider in their community. So no matter how large or small it is, the, the family can identify um, where they can take their children that's convenient for them. Certainly when the, a, a parent is receiving medical treatment or while a parent is deployed, um, it's very hard for um, um, families to taxi their children around. So it's important that whatever they do is very convenient to their home. In addition, so many of these children participate in team sports. Um, that's what, that's their, um, their uh, ideal um, extracurricular activity. And it's so important for a child to be able to play with, uh, you know, children from their school um, or, 
be on you know soccer teams or baseball teams or whatever it might be, and um, if they stay in their communities, it really helps them to integrate into their communities and socialize. Um, beyond even the child being able to um, gain that community support, it's the family members. Um, we find that um, our, especially our wounded uh, service members that have post-traumatic stress, um, they are very reluctant some, oftentimes to leave the house, but we are just amazed at the number of um, stories that we um, hear where dad or mom won't leave the house, but once the child is engaged in an activity, they are compelled to take that child to an activity. And I'll give wow. an example. Um, we had a, a service member who had locked himself in his basement of his home for 18 months. It was a Marine who had um, suffered from post-traumatic stress. And his spouse uh, enrolled their teenage son in lacrosse. And she said, you will take your son to the lacrosse practice. And um, Jason said, Okay. So the first time he would take his son to lacrosse practice, drop him off, and go back to this home. Then he would go to lacrosse practice and watch his son from the car. Then he would slowly get out of the car, he said, to, in, with um, you know, lacrosse for dummies, start watching the game because he had not played lacrosse himself and he wanted to learn the, uh, the, you know, the rules of the game. And he, with tears again, and his... his uh, and his voice cracking, he said, Linda, the first time that we as a family did anything together since my deployment was to watch my son play in the lacrosse tournament. We wow. traveled together. So wow. it's a great way of being able to help the family reintegrate and heal. Um, yes. So there are a lot of bonuses um, to this program beyond just getting the child engaged in an activity. That's great. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Let's not forget about the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, one of the few nonprofit veteran organizations that has been chosen for inclusion on the National VA's private online system. And also, it's what we're trying to do right now is uh, they are producing five different pilot shows uh, with include the top two military chefs actually one of the White House chefs and uh, what they're going to do is present recipes for mental and physical health to learn more about it go to the vspchannel.com to learn more you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel and we'll be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Linda Davison. <clears throat> Davison, excuse me, and co-founder of Our Military Kids. And Bill, you had a question uh, just uh, during break. Yes, uh, Linda, you know, I, I, I can just imagine in a young kid's life, it's a stressful experience on their part to have uh, one, in some cases, both parents to be uh, away from them for a period of time. What are the kinds of programs, uh, uh, and, and if you're making and giving advice, uh, in a situation like this is that we can steer them in because I think one of the main things that we want to preserve during this time is that kid's confidence. We don't want them to lose their confidence in them, themselves and to grow and to be the best that they can be. So uh, how do you treat those situations? I think uh, parents can encourage their children to get involved in an extracurricular activity where they may have exposure to role models that uh, they might be missing from um, their life at that particular moment. Um, certainly, if dad or mom are deployed overseas, that doesn't mean that they don't serve as a role model, but they are absent, and it's important for children to continue to have people um, that they can um, talk to, that they can trust during that time, maybe express their feelings and their concerns um, so that they can be reassured that better days are ahead, that this is just temporary, that um, they will be able to um, make it through until dad or mom returns and that, um, you know, that separation um, is um, just a minor blip. For children, a year is a very long time in their life. So to be have a parent absent during that time or while they watch a parent recover from uh, the invisible and uh, visible wounds of war, I think it's important to have those um, role models. We had one situation um, to illustrate this where this, a teenage boy and his dad were best friends, and um, this was a family in Indiana, um, an Army National Guardsman, and dad was deployed overseas, um, and he had um, two deployments uh, fairly back-to-back, and unfortunately, um, dad um, suffered from severe TBI and post-traumatic stress, so when he did return, um, he did not come back as the dad that the children sent off. 
And as a matter of fact, when the children were asked if dad was home yet from his overseas deployment, they said, no, our dad is still in Afghanistan. The man in our house is not really our dad. And that's very um, shocking for these children, I think, to see what they see as their dad, but they have changed. Uh, And for them, I think that's harder. And as a result, the teenage boy actually tried to commit suicide um, and was in an ICU for four days. So he um, was a very serious attempt um, and very frustrated and uh, started to fail in school. He was in high school. And he was not um, scheduled to graduate with his class. But I want to share with your listening audience that what a difference just uh, our small gesture makes in that child's life is that we provided him a grant, which I asked his mother to give to him on Christmas Day. And she presented it to him, and she sent me pictures that afternoon with tears running down Alex's cheeks. And he said, Mom, do you mean that people that don't even know us care about our family? And um, she said, yes. They appreciate our service and sacrifice. Well, that gave Alex hope. And not only was it important for him to receive the grant, but the knowledge that people really care about their service and sacrifice meant so much to him. He got back on track. I got a call from his mother at the end of the spring semester, and she said, Mom, uh, Linda, you're not going to believe this, but Alex received all A's on his report card. And the administration is trying to work with us so that Alex will graduate on time. In fact, he graduated with his um, high school class. No intentions of going on to college initially, but told his mother he wanted to go to college, which he did. He had to um, go to a junior college because he was late in applying. And I'm happy to report that Alex just finished his second um, year at college this, um, this year. And he finished strong, and he has aspirations to go to graduate school in animation. Um, so uh, it just illustrates how important it is to have role models and um, faith that, that people that they don't know really care about them and want to see um, them to do well um, and give them hope uh, for uh, better days ahead. Wow. That's great, Linda. One other thing I'd just like to uh, uh, to follow through on that is, as, as the program Our Military Kids, is, is there opportunities for you to, say, uh, have meetings with local school districts, a school in particular, to kind of share some of this information with them? Because uh, in a lot of cases, you're much more closer to what the issues are than the schools might be in hopes that by coming together, having this collaboration, that it, it, it's, it's positive for the kids. Uh, very good point. Um, we run our program. As you mentioned, we are a national program, um, and we serve the country with six employees. Um, we are a very lean and mean organization um, with a 7% overhead. Um, so although donations that we receive um, really go into the program to support our, the children. 
and I wish that we had the opportunity uh, to be able to um, more broadly share um, our experiences um, with the children and uh, the impact of what seems to be a very, very simple program, but how impactful it is in terms of helping the children get through a very stressful period and how it really helps the whole family um, in their ability to, to stay together and um, a- actually thrive during um, what might be a very stressful period. That's great. Now, Linda, do you uh, also work with volunteers? We do. We rely on a host of volunteers here to help us with um, administrative work um, in terms of sending out award packets and doing, um, you know, research and things for us. Um, And we also rely on volunteers throughout the country to not only um, raise awareness, but raise funds to support the grant program. All right. All right. Uh, why don't you let us let our listeners know how they can how they can contact you? Um, sure. Um, we would love for um, your listeners to join us in this effort. Um, certainly, um, donations are always appreciated, large and small. Um, it makes a difference, um, as we shared. Um, you know, the grants are no more than five hundred dollars. Um, average grant is four hundred and thirty dollars, and and hopefully through some of the stories I've shared, um, you can see the impact of such a small gesture, and um, we can, um, they can learn more about our program by uh, checking out our website at www.ourmilitarykids.org, um, and also check out the face- our Facebook page. Um, our Facebook page has um, a lot of pictures of children who have received grants awards from our military kids and um, small thank you notes so um, your listeners can see what a difference um, receiving a grant award packet in the mail can have uh, for these children. Right. Maybe they can even uh, get one for a neighbor or, or just a family member. Absolutely. But, uh, definitely. Uh, it, it's important for um, listeners to sh- share the availability of, of the program um, to those who could benefit uh, and are eligible for our program, um, th- that would always be appreciated by military families who are not aware that the service exists. Right. Bill? Well, that's, uh, that's uh, absolutely great, uh, Linda, and being able to get that uh, information uh, uh, out uh, like that. I, you know, I just think it's so important with... Uh, our kids, the youngsters, to be able to have an impact upon the young minds at a very early age and uh, keeping them on a, on a path of, uh, of positive pursuits uh, uh, that uh, what it pays, uh, the dividend that it pays off in the end. I mean, we've got, uh, we've got uh, families uh, with husbands and wives who are serving, you know, uh, the country, and making a sacrifice, and I think one of one of the ingredients here is that we can look forward to these kids serving also, if not in the military, but in in, in a similar way to this organization. And I'm sure that uh, you probably keep that foremost in the program also. Definitely, um, the 
families who have received grants from our military kids um, appreciate um, our reaching out to them um, and the time of need and like to pay it back and pay it forward. Um, so not only is it the adults, but it's all uh, the, the children also will um, raise money and awareness to um, highlight our program, whether it recently some children did um, coordinated a swim meet, uh, a swimathon for our military kids because they were grant recipients. They received grants to participate in their, um, their swim team. So um, they wanted to pay it um, forward for um, children who were going to be going through the um, same um, deployment experience as they had. So um, most definitely. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Linda Davis, co founder of Our Military Kids. Now, Linda, we all know that with situations, especially our economy today and what's going on politically is kind of a joke, but, uh, uh, you know, we, how, can, how can our people, uh, how can our listeners uh, help you out with donations? Where can they go to? Directly to your website? They can donate online, certainly. Um, we have that ability uh, on our website, again, www.ourmilitarykids.org. Um, we accept online donations. Um, they, our address is also can be found on um, the website, and uh, checks are welcome. Um, we certainly love um, 
And your um, listeners, if they work for a company, um, and companies might be able to, um, are looking for an opportunity to support our military families um, with a corporate donation, or um, oftentimes we have companies who um, put on employee golf tournaments and, and things like that uh, with a goal to raise funds and awareness for something, um, a, a, a cause that uh, they're passionate about. And certainly, um, military and children, um, everybody can be passionate about, um, you know, supporting both. So uh, we, would, we would really like people to partner with our military kids in providing this um, support. It really isn't our military kids. It's not Linda Davidson. It's really a, a grateful nation helping to take care of our servicemen and women's children. We are just kind of the messengers. So the more people that we can have joining us in this effort um, would be wonderful. Wow. Do you have anything uh, on the website explaining uh, to our listeners if they have a corporate event uh, going on that uh, to get you involved also, the organization? They certainly can. Um, there is information on the website, but certainly uh, we would welcome them to call our office. Um, and if they uh, would like to discuss um, opportunities um, or, or uh, discuss ideas, we would, we would love to hear from them. All right. Bill? Well, and uh, thank you very much for, for being with us today. Um, you know, your service is tremendous. And, and, you know, you, you, you don't always have to wear a uniform to be in service. It's more of a caring aspect. Uh, you, you're doing great things for the children of the men and women who serve our great country uh, through the uh, reserves and the National Guard. And, uh, you know, I, I, from my vantage point, I think there will be always a need for the things that you do and helping these youngsters as they mold into uh, adults. I have to say it's a, been a, a privilege and an honor uh, to be able to uh, serve as executive director and to be able to thank our um, military families for their service and sacrifice. I can't think of a more um, grateful and deserving um, group of people um, than our military families. Um, it's been... A high point in my life, um, I, I would say it's the most rewarding experience beyond uh, raising my own three children. Wow. You know, again, maybe why, why don't you discuss uh, the eligibility requirements once again? I know that's something that uh, needs to be brought out so these people understand, these military um, uh, people and also the families need to understand. Certainly. Um, our military kids provides grants to children ages 3 through 18, um, children of our deployed Reserve and National Guard. They must be deployed overseas at the time that they apply, and it's children of all our wounded warriors, all components, all branches, as long as the parent is, um, meets the eligibility requirements and currently receiving treatment. So I, I encourage uh, families who think they might be eligible to visit our website um, the eligibility requirements are spelled out there as well as the application. And, again, it's, it's um, only a one-page application, so it's not uh, real onerous. 
And um, and if there are any questions at all, I encourage um, um, military families to call our office um, and talk to one of our representatives here who um, will uh, certainly let them know if they are eligible to apply. All right. Now, Linda, we only have a couple minutes left. It was a pleasure having you on our show this morning talking about our kids. <laughs> what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Um. I want to thank you and Bill, first of all, for um, allowing me to be on the program uh, to share the mission of our military kids and really uh, to invite your listeners who are looking for a way maybe to uh, support our military families or to say thank you um, to them um, for their service and sacrifice. That is really what our military kids is about, is a way of being able to say thank you in a very meaningful and impactful way um, by helping to um, recognize military children and helping them through what could be a very stressful time uh, so that they can enjoy their childhood and that they can even thrive during a time that uh, typically um, might be uh, very stressful um, and filled full of anxiety. All right. And Bill? Well, Linda, in about a week, uh, uh, across the nation and locally here in the Maryland, Virginia, and the District of Columbia schools will be starting again. Yes. And I'm sure that's going to be a busy time for you. And uh, sometime in the very, very near future, I certainly hope that uh, there'll be some time in your busy schedule to come back and uh, give us an update. <laughs> and I would appreciate that. All right. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website and syndicated on iTunes. You can also hear all the archive shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my host, Bill. Thanks for joining us today, and see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.